It's been six long months, y'all. Do you even care about another episode? It's June 8th, 2021, and you're listening to the Super Dumb Podcast, hosted by Namu Williams. Hello, y'all. It's Namu, Super Dumb Podcast. On TikTok, I'm Megaphone Jones, the guy who amplifies important topics and people conversations. You know, it's been a while since I've done another episode for the Super Dumb Podcast, and that's for one reason and one reason only, and that is because I have ADD. ADHD by modern terminology, although I don't have the hyperactivity aspect of it. Um, but I'm back. Here we go again. Let's keep the, the forward momentum going. This time I thought I would talk about Oh, anything that popped into my head. This is just going to be a short 10 or 15 minute conversation about what's been going on in the world lately. Well, first, let's talk about the pandemic. We're nearing the, I hesitate to call it the end of the pandemic, but we're nearing a place where we can get back to some semblance of normality. And as somebody who has spent the last year and a half screaming inside his head about all the idiots who were refusing to wear masks or take the vaccine, I can frankly say that I'm ready. I am ready for not having those conversations with strangers. I am ready for not giving a crap about what people I don't know are doing out in public because enough of us are vaccinated that it doesn't matter. So I'm also excited that they're finally starting to allow teenagers to get the vaccine. Um, I'm hesitant about my son taking it because I'm a father and I'm worried that there'll be adverse reactions. And yet I'm still going to have him take it when the time is right. He's about to be 11, so it shouldn't be too long from now. Just as a reminder to those of you who are still on the vaccine fence or even those of you who are adamantly anti-vaccine, here's the bottom line. It is not about you. It is not about what the vaccine will do to you or for you. At this stage, it's about how you can protect people in the world around you who need the most protection. Elderly people who have weakened immune systems already because they're old and their immune systems don't work as well. The immunocompromised, these are people who have health conditions already that reduce or have even completely removed the efficacy of their immune system. And I'm sorry for using a big word, efficacy. You've heard it enough by now that you should know what it means, but as a reminder, it just refers to how effective something is in the real world. And most of the time you're talking about a vaccine, you're talking about how well that vaccine protects you and the people around you. So again, take the vaccine, not because of what it can do for you, but because of how it will help you protect those around you who can't take the vaccine or who have health conditions that are already serious enough that the chance of them getting infection is much higher than normal. Or if they do get infected, even on a slight chance, the chance of them dying is much higher. So protect the people around you, all right? I can't wait till we can stop having these kind of conversations. I cannot wait until I can go back to thinking somebody's an idiot just because they don't like the same sports team as I do. And as a matter of fact, it's not the same sports team, it's the same sport, because I'm not a big basketball or soccer or a hockey or football fan. I'm a sumo fan. Fight me. Let's take it to the ring. 
But anyway, uh, I'm also excited to be able to go back out into the world and and hang out with people. I'm in my late 40s. I'm about to hit my 50s and I'm single and I've missed people immensely. Boy, have you know, I'm a social person by nature and it's just been so hard. Sitting by myself for the vast majority of this past year and a half has been really tough on me. And I want to get back out there and I want to go play dodgeball in spite of my advanced age and my rickety joints and my terrible back. I want to get involved in community efforts to beautify the world around us. I want to get involved in community efforts to bring people together and socialize in a healthy, happy, safe way. I want to produce some kind of an event coming up. I've been thinking about maybe a soapbox derby or an import car show or something to get involved with the people around me, to meet my neighbors, to meet the people who run the businesses around me. I've been, in fact, as we come closer to the opening, the reopening of California completely, the middle of June, um, I've been spending a little bit of time meeting some local business owners and offering my photography services for free. I fully believe in helping the small business owner. I fully believe in partnering with the small business owner. I fully believe in funneling and channeling traffic to the small business owners because as a small business owner myself, a sole proprietorship photographer, I understand completely how difficult it can be to run a small business. And I do that without the extra challenges and the extra pain and hassle of a brick and mortar, of having an actual space that I have to lease uh, to, to make my business run. So I want to do my part to help out in whatever small way I can. So I'm out there meeting people, offering my services here. Let me help you however I can help you within the confines of my own ability and time. I want to get out in the world. I want to do things and be around people before I'm too old that it doesn't matter anymore, before I don't give a shit anymore because I'm so bent over and, and hate life so much. Hopefully that's not for a couple decades at least, but for now, thank you to the people who have made it possible for us to reopen California and eventually America and even further down the road, the world. Hey, speaking of the world though, let's talk about this. It might still feel like things are getting back to normal here in America, but just keep in mind that in other places around the world, especially places like India, they are experiencing incredibly difficult times in regards to the COVID pandemic. Many of these people don't have the infrastructure in place to roll out the vaccines, even if they have them. And, and many of these places don't even have access to the vaccines like we did. We have a surplus of vaccines. We're the wealthiest country on the planet. We could buy all the vaccines we needed and we bought too much. We're shipping a lot of those vaccines to other places. So just keep that in mind that though it feels fairly normal for us here and we have an incredibly reduced caseload, other places around the world are still suffering greatly. So please temper your celebrations with the knowledge and the understanding that there are still lives being lost in other places in the world. Okay. What else are we going to talk about? Uh, speaking of sumo, I mentioned it just a little bit before. I'm a relatively new fan and because of my ADD, it's very difficult for me to sit down and study and learn things and, and commit things to memory. Um, but I'm, I'm making an effort with sumo because there's a couple of wrestlers. They're called Rikishi um, that I really, really enjoy watching. Enho is a perfect example of this. He's the, the David and Goliath sumo. He's a tiny little dude. Comparatively, he's not a small guy at all. But when you're talking about six foot one, 600 pound sumo wrestlers, uh, he's very small. He's like uh, five, nine and... 
280 pounds or something like that. He was, but he, he did so well early on in his career. He's starting to lose momentum, but I still really enjoy watching his bouts and I root for him wholeheartedly. Um, but it's him specifically that got me excited about learning about other wrestlers and finding out what their names are, you know, their experience and their skills. It's a lot of fun following the careers of these guys who are working so hard. And if you get a chance, go on YouTube and search for uh, sumo wrestler daily routine or daily workouts. Oh, my God. These you a lot of ill-informed people or uninformed people will watch a sumo fight and think, oh, my God, how are these fat guys doing it? I'll tell you how these quote unquote fat guys are doing it. They are busting their ass in the gyms. If you see some of the workouts that these guys do, they would put some bodybuilders routines to shame no lie these guys are doing hardcore cardio but you know the fat that's on their body comes from massive intake of calories these guys eat huge diets with all kinds of caloric intake but the food they eat is very healthy um it's just that they eat a ton of it and they need it because they have to expend immense amounts of energy and it's obvious in the 20 second to a minute and a half long sumo bout they are going to expend more energy than most people will expend in a week as an average person it's incredible to watch sumo i am fascinated by the sport it, it appears as an american looking from the outside in that there are a lot of issues with how the sport is run in japan um, apparently they're holding on to some outdated traditions and there's some racism and some you know, a lot of poor judgment and salary and management of the, the Rikishi themselves, the wrestlers themselves. But that's it's easy for me to make those judgments with the very little bit of research that I've done. And of course, most of my information comes from other English speaking fans of sumo. So I'm not part of the sumo culture. I'm not Japanese. I'm not from Japan or I don't have any experience with Japan itself. And I understand that there are cultural traditions and many aspects of sumo that I am not aware of. Um, and even if I was aware of them, I might not understand based on their history. So I try to temper my impression of what's going on in sumo today with that knowledge. Um, but I still hope that they can keep to gr growing, keep uh, bringing all kinds of new fans to the stables. Uh, it's just something that I find really cool to watch. If you're not into sumo after watching a few rounds, then I totally get it. But I definitely encourage you to check it out. It is definitely a sport worth giving a shot. Um, let's see. You know, this is my first free flowing, non written podcast. And I should have at least written some notes about general topics that I wanted to talk about. But I, it's been so long since I recorded that I decided I was just going to jump on, jump in feet first. Yeah. I don't know what sound that was. Me whipping the horse. That's terrible. Don't whip your horses. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, now that I'm doing it, it's cool to just be able to talk about anything that comes to my mind. But it's also probably um, not super useful for the average listener because you have no idea what the next conversation is going to be about. So let me tell you what the next conversation is going to be about. It's going to be about anything or nothing or something. This is me dragging things out as I try to rack my brain for any kind of thing to talk about that makes sense for the average listener. Well, you know, okay, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what we could talk about. Um, hold on. Let me open my TikTok up real quick. There was a friendly tip when making a sex tape. Play Disney music in the background. That way, if it gets leaked online, Disney lawyers will have them all taken down. <laughs> You're welcome. 
That is the very first video that popped up. I don't know if you guys heard that, but the, the line was, if you're gonna make a sex tape, fill it with Disney audio, because that way when it makes it online, the Disney lawyers will take it all down. The reality is they'll just mute the audio though, and your sex tape will still be live on the web. And hey, speaking of sex tapes, make it. If you're grown up and you're proud of your body, or even um, proud of what you can do with your body, make that sex tape, have that sex tape, enjoy that experience with your partner. It may get leaked at some point in the future, and if that does, then either you are okay with that or you're not. I try to encourage people to understand that while it may be embarrassing for some people to know that you've got a sex tape out there, for most people, it's empowering. It is something that tells the whole world, hey, I cared about my partner, I enjoyed what we were doing together, and I wanted us to remember that. And it was exciting to film it. And if you want to look at me, having, and, I, and this goes for me personally, if you want to see my hairy butt and my big belly having sex on video, then hey, more power to you. If that's your kink, if you like out of shape white dudes in their 40s having sex, look, I haven't, I haven't made a sex tape in a couple of decades, but I'm just saying that if I did, it probably wouldn't bother me. And it's, it's a lot easier for me as a man to say that I get it. Women come to that conversation from a different perspective and there are different social risks and societal challenges that come for women who have a sex tape that gets leaked publicly. And there's a lot more bullshit men out there than bullshit women. So I think the average woman would look at my sex tape and be like, hey, good for you. The average man might look at a woman's sex tape and who knows what kind of terrible nonsense or bullshit they would say. Ladies, I feel for you. I didn't understand how garbage men could be. I mean, I'd always had an inkling. I'd always had some kind of sense of the fact that some men could be real dickheads and assholes, but it wasn't until the internet age that it became painfully obvious, painfully obvious that there are men out there who are just capable of the most shitty behavior possible. Like why in the world would you talk trash to a woman who's bared her breasts for you to look at and, and I'm not talking about leaked things. I'm talking about women who willingly choose to have their nude images online. If the fact that you could even come up with any kind of negative thing to say to a woman like that, it's mind boggling why you would do that. Uh, idiocy. I, I mean, I, I can't. A mental imbalance. This woman has shared herself with the world, her b beautiful nude body. And the most you could do is call her a whore or or some other pejorative. It, it makes zero sense to me. And the only thing I can think of why they would do that is because one, they're an idiot or two, they hate themselves. They feel like they've been abused or that they, they have the right to attention that they don't actually have right to. And when they don't get that attention, they take it out on women. And I'm talking to you, dumbass guys who have no game or who are ugly and think that because you're not attractive, that gives you the right to be mean or really attractive guys who are just shitty people in general. You know, there's no reason to talk trash to a woman in any circumstance unless she's talking trash to you. OK, there's a whole lot I'm learning as an adult man about the male female relationship and human relationships in general. And I'm, I'll slip up here and there and uh, I'm not perfect by any stretch of the definition, but I do try to pay attention to how to be better to, to the people around me. And I'm slowly, 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 probably about the time I die, I'll have reached some modicum of success in that endeavor. But the sad thing is, is that there's a shit ton of men out there who aren't making any kind of effort to improve themselves. I mean, it's going to sound a little cocky, but I think I am one of the good ones. And if and if I'm struggling as much as I am, God, the garbage dudes, just it's just an impossibility for them. So let's look at the time here. How long have we been doing this? About 16 minutes. That's pretty long. That's good for a rambling podcast about nothing, right? 
I will come back to you guys soon. I will have more of a format in place. I was talking to somebody about being a co-host and it looked like that was going to be a great fit. But um, I think he got a little scared by uh, the effort that he was going to have to put in, even though it, it probably seemed like a lot of effort to him, but it's not really that much effort. But I will continue to try to develop this platform and to make it into something definitely enjoyable and worth listening to. Um, and, you know, something that people want to come back to time and time again. In the meantime, enjoy your day or your night, depending on where you are. I hope things are decent in your life. And if they're not, keep struggling. Keep aiming for improvement. It can get better. I'm not going to say it will get better because sometimes it doesn't, but it can get very better. Okay. I hope you're doing well. Quick disclaimer, y'all. Critical thinking is incredibly important. One aspect of critical thinking is making sure that you verify the things that you hear and see, even if they come from a trusted source. With that said, I occasionally get things wrong, so please verify the information I say. Do your own research. Whoa, 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 I press the button and the doors go up, 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 up.